0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. We are on Genesis chapter 8 and what a journey has this been going through the Bible. It has been a blessing for me and I hope that it has been a blessing for you too. This chapter is indeed a very interesting chapter because this talks about Noah's deliverance through the flood. What did Noah do in the ark and how did God save Noah? We'll answer some very interesting questions like how did Noah know that the flood was now over or, did God forget Noah? We'll answer questions like this. Let's just get into it. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Genesis, chapter eight, verse one, and let's see what the Bible is trying to teach us. As soon as I read verse one, verse one says, God remembered Noah. And the first thing I thought was, did God forget Noah? Noah was like the perfect man in the whole world, the whole generation, and did God forget Noah? Well no, God remembered Noah does not mean that God forgot Noah, it just tells us that God's divine comfort was always there and because God remembered Noah, that is why Noah was saved. And the Bible just does not say that God only remembered Noah, it also says that God also remembered all of the living creatures, which tells us that through Noah, all other living creatures were saved and God remembered them. As we go through verse 1, 2, and 3, we see that the water that, that the rain had now stopped and the water was starting to die down. As we move to verse 4, it tells us that Noah's Ark had now finally settled on a mountain called Ararat. Now, I've seen a, a few documentaries and a few shows about people trying to find Noah's Ark and I, and I think that I saw one on Google that they found like a piece of it or um like the whole ark I, I don't seem to remember but the bible tells us that the ark settled on a mountain called Ararat and many scholars have diluted down that Ararat could be this mountainous range in armenia modern day mount ararat has two peaks one is about 17000 feet and the other is about 12,000 feet. Many Persian people back in Noah's days called this mountain Kohi Nu. Kohi means mountain and Nu means Noah. So this term basically meant the mountain of Noah which kind of tells us that the Bible is not just a, a fairy tale, it's not just something people just wrote because they wanted to have fun but it was actually written by divine power. Because the Bible has a collection of historical events which have been proved by science. Verse 5, verse 5 tells us that now it had been about two and a half months of Noah being in the ark and if I was in the ark, I would have been bored. Because this journey was not like a a five star, seven star cruise. It was with stinky animals, with lions, bears, camels, donkeys and then no sunlight I think because the window was shut and the doors were also shut. Verse 7 tells us that now Noah knew that the flood was dying down, that the waters were going back into the ground. But Noah had to make sure that, could he now go out? Could the animals now go out and be free? So to do this, Noah sent out a bird, a raven, and if the raven would return, then Noah would know, okay, the land is still not ready. And the raven returned, so the land was not ready. Noah waited and then sent out a dove this time. With the same principle, if the dove comes back, the land was not ready. But if the dove does not come back, the land would be ready. So Noah sent out the dove and the dove came back. That means that the land was not ready. Then Noah waited for seven days and then sent the dove again. This time the dove returned. But with the good news, the dove had an olive leaf in its beak, telling Noah that the water was starting to lower. The water level was starting to lower, and the land would be ready in some time. Then he waited for seven more days, and then he sent out the dove again. And this time, the dove did not return, telling Noah that it was time to get out of the ark. That it, that the waters had now died down that the land was now ready. But we see that Noah could not come out of the ark because Noah did not close the door, but God did. Which tells us that sometimes we think that it's now time, it's the perfect time, but we don't um, wait for God to open our doors, we try to open them by ourselves. Think about what would have happened if Noah tried to open the door by himself, could have killed everybody. Noah waited on the Lord and trusted the God even when he waited for 120 years and then now two and a half more months in the ark. The land was now dry, but the Lord had still not opened the door. The ark was the goodness of God because the ark was not just an ark, it was a place of worship for Noah. It was. A kitchen for Noah, a house, a bedroom, a dining table, a living room. It was a place of worship and a place of making and building a relationship with God and also with the animals and also with his family for Noah and his sons and his wife and the wives of his sons. The rain had stopped and it had now been seven months of Noah just being in the ark. The rain was stopped. The land was dry, but Noah was still in the ark. In this period of time, Noah must have thought to himself, Has God forgotten the ark? Because God was taking care of the universe. God was taking care of each and every planet, star, galaxies. Why would God remember this small ark? Noah must have thought things like this. But we see that in verse 16, verse 15, God says, Noah get out of the ark and not just you alone but also your family and all of the living creatures which were in the ark with you story time i was in 10th grade and i was going to write my mathematics exam i was in the examination hall and started my paper and the exam was fairly easy i got out of my examination hall with a smile on my face because mathematics was actually very difficult for me but this time i had scored pretty well i think i'd still not gotten my score but it was a gut feeling and in this happy time i still remember i did not thank god i did not my first action was not falling down on my knees and saying thank you lord for this wonderful result it was just going out with my friends and going out having pizza and sprite but it was not god the first thing on my mind was not god And as we look into the story of noah in verse 19 going back to verse 16 when god said noah get out of the ark and all of the living creatures and take care of your family in verse 18 we see that noah went forth with his sons and his wives and his son's wives and also all of the beasts every creeping thing every fowl every ant every cricket every small insect went out of the ark verse 20 the exact opposite of what i did the first thing noah did after he left the ark was worship god it says noah built an altar unto the lord and took off every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar telling god thank you god for keeping me safe And not just me, keeping all of the living creatures, my family, my sons, and keeping the ark safe in this dreadful times of the flood. As we live through these scary times, we need to keep reminding ourselves that God is in control. And we need to keep reminding ourselves that we need to worship God and thank God for keeping us safe. In the further passage, the Bible tells us that God said, I will no longer cursed the land and the, this tells us that the land would now be a friend of the man and Noah in the future became a farmer. This chapter explains a lot about God. It tells us that God never forgets us. Even, even if God has a lot of work to do, he has a lot of things to take care for, God does not forget you and me. Because what are we? We are we're basically a speck in this vast universe. But we need to understand that God does not forget about you and me like God didn't forget about Noah and his family.